and then just some random crap. Sounds great, but, you know. How's it going, eh? It's going pretty good. I'm, good, uh, excellent. And by pretty good, I mean I'm getting sick, so, you know. Well, it, yeah, other than <laughs> we can do an <laughs> insert clip of uh, apart from. All right, but apart from the sanitation, the medicine, education, wine, public order, irrigation, roads, a fresh water system, and public health, what have the Romans ever done for us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's the, all that. <laughs> <laughs> things there's things i well i keep going up and down and back and forth i i think all right i'm gonna get sick now this sucks mm-hmm. and then suddenly oh i feel actually fine and then i'll <laughs> i'll be at work for a whole shift and they'll be like oh <laughs> and then other days it'll be like hmm, i actually feel better at the end of the day this is fine mm-hmm. um and then yeah i don't know it's it seems rather random. I don't like it. Yeah, I understand <laughs> perhaps, completely. I, perhaps it's extremely virulent and it just catches up with me at work from exposure. I don't know because a lot of uh, my coworkers, are, as I think I mentioned, got sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say a lot. Uh, four of them. Four <laughs> of them. Um, yeah. Percentage-wise, that's probably a lot. It is. It's, uh, what, 33%. Mm-hmm. So, you know, here's me. Clearly, I either put something in my mouth I shouldn't have, <laughs> or, or, insert joke here, uh, <laughs> or um, it's just airborne. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it, it's just, it's hard to tell. Uh, with some, with yeah. exposure to lots of... Well, Lots of different people and everybody yeah, exactly. they've been exposed to. So. You, I have to take that into account. A, a retail job where hundreds of people come through every day, mm-hmm. um, just breathing in everyone's faces, mm-hmm. um, that's a thing. Yeah. I, I mean, that. on the one hand, you do work with steam, but on the <laughs> other hand, yeah. not enough. It's not, not yeah. as close. Not, mm-hmm. I am not exposed enough to steam to sterilize me. <laughs> yeah. Probably wise. And I, I wash my hands all the time at yeah. work. That's the thing. You, you know, from the food safety rules they drill into you, uh, you have to wash your hands every time you come from the back room to, you know, the front. Or from, if you touch the trash at all, you're supposed to wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, you know, we will f- go from taking money... F- from people to making drinks, which I don't understand at all. Like that's right, not a, yeah. that's not a thing that we're prevented from doing. We're so su- right. we're not supposed to be, you know, separate tasking and then wash our hands before going to make stuff. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I think that's weird. Yeah, I saw a person using um, using gloves because uh-huh. she was handling some food for my order. But then, yeah, yeah she took some, she made some change in the <laughs> yeah. cash register. Right. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> and, uh, hmm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff is uh, it's not clean. No, metal uh, money is probably fairly clean, but, I suppose. but not paper. No, paper money is uh, is very textured. So yeah. it would, I bet. Have lots of places for the what, the what mean and gets me a lot is if I'm making uh, espresso drinks for people, 
and then I start to hand them out, people will reach for the thing in my hand. I'm like, don't, don't touch my hands. Just let me put it down for God's sake. (laughs) Just hold on. (laughs) Well, uh, speaking of hygiene, (laughs) you had a, um, oh, I mean, welcome to, it's just called two brothers. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just called two brothers. I'm James. No, (laughs) it's just called, it's just called two brothers. Oh, I thought you were saying but, uh, I'm not James. Well, I'm not. I had to uh, check, my, check my ID. I'm not James, but I am Marcus. And I'm James. Okay, then. Oh, whew. So, okay. welcome to this thing. We got thing. that sorted out. Just welcome to this thing we call a show. Thing. Mm-hmm. Thing one. <laughs> I Someday out, we'll have thing two. I filled out the um, Nerd Fighteria survey. Hmm. And they ask, what's your favorite podcast? That isn't ours. <laughs> although I do like the Anthropocene review, I I, uh, I very much like our our podcast. <laughs> oh, good. This is this is still my favorite thing. It's like it, if you uh, forget to vote for yourself in an election. <laughs> mm, a little bit. <laughs> got, ooh, got to vote for myself. Sorry. One, vote, one vote for Martin. Two votes for Martin. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot. <laughs> uh, please insert that clip. Okay. I demand a recount. One for Martin. Two for Martin. Instead of that, our version. All right. All right. As well as. We were talking about hygiene a minute ago, mm-hmm. and uh, you had wanted to put on a tirade about digital hy- about how hygiene. It, how it's a tool of the man, and we should just let ourselves roll in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> the Twitter cool, garbageness, I the, think, is how you put it. The best advice I ever read was let your kids play in the dirt, mm-hmm. but don't let your kids play in the dirt with a raw chicken. <laughs> There's the dividing line. <laughs> I gotcha. You need gotcha. a little immune system tweaking, but mm-hmm. don't push your luck. <laughs> yeah. So the hygiene that I've been talking about was digital hygiene. Mm-hmm. Uh, best practices for keeping myself um, productive. Uh, I, I hate to leave it at that because that, that's a little clinical or, or corporate maybe. I mean, I'm a sucker for productivity apps and advice. Mm-hmm. But um, applying it to my life is, <laughs> seems a bit harsh. But uh, but yes, digital hygiene being you know keeping best practices about my online life, mm. and specifically uh, social media, which I've struggled with for the last you know few years. Yeah, and I've had that. I've I've had an internet um, addiction, if you like, for wow. Uh, 1998-ish? Maybe a okay. little before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just spending inordinate amounts of time online. That was uh, Certainly. It was kind of a dark period there for a bit. Hey, um, it's there, and it's uh, really, really easy. Yeah. Yeah, the abundance of uh, free stuff was what suckered me in the first place. So I started mm-hmm. archiving a lot of it. And um, I got really good at it, and then realized it literally was taking all my time. So <laughs> I have regrets, but, um, regrets, regrets. <laughs> and as mentioned before, you know, there were a couple of the people, a couple of the coworkers and I who wanted to figure out our social media thing at the same time. Gradually I've been sort of divesting myself from the social media landscape. Mm-hmm. And what happened was I, I ended up focusing everything on Twitter. So I dumped uh, Facebook mostly. I still have my account, but I don't. I just don't go on there very often. Mm-hmm. And when I do, it's generally to you know 
look at this uh, uh, like a work group tra- shift trading thing, and then more family stuff. I rarely do that. <gasps> How I dare just, you? <laughs> I keep up with phone calls and emails and such mm. um, as much as I can, and then um, but the rest of it it seemed too toxic and too insidious for me to want to stay. But at the same time, I latched onto Twitter as um, a fun, endless feed. And mm-hmm. I followed, I don't know, 150 people or so. Um, lots of friends, several writers and musicians I admire, some video game people, um, a couple of internet personalities. And I, I did like a, a lot of that. But I also, you know... Uh, fancy myself a minor activist politically mm-hmm. sure and so i follow several uh, other activists and newsmakers and reporters online too so mm-hmm. in the name of sort of keeping up with things right um but i found i was just addicted to the daily outrage and i i just i told myself i was staying informed but really, I was just, a, just kind of addicted to, to the craziness of it, the mm. the outrageousness of it, and the um, being on the other side of it, you know, and and what I call uh, reason, logic, and <clears throat> civility, if you like. All right. And then I wasn't happy, and I was very unhappy doing this every day taking up all my time scrolling the feed and reading comments you know one after the other and occasionally engaging but usually at least you know as i learned from facebook i i wasn't really going to change a lot of people's minds that way mm-hmm. sure that yes i i might reach someone who was um you know out of the conversation at large like not directly in the conversation but somebody who might read it yeah. And say, wow, this is, I, I haven't thought about this before. This is a reasonable voice. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to think about it. And then, yeah, that's our, that's our hope. Sure, yes, sure. That's, that's your hope. Now, I mean, I mean, you and I uh, do enjoy a good argument. Uh-huh. Uh, no, or don't. even a bad argument. <laughs> we, we enjoy arguing. <laughs> yes. Uh, for its own sake in, in a lot of cases, I think. Sometimes. Um, I catch myself uh, even today. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a near constant struggle not to engage with children mm-hmm. sure. who want to argue for the stupidest reasons. But um, oh, pardon me for the child most childish of reasons. <laughs> uh, that's a, there is a distinct difference there. And so if I do it, that's a stupid thing. Yeah, <laughs> for me to do it to right. engage them. And I said, oh, so I'll I'll tell them. Look, I freely admit that I love to argue. Mm-hmm. Okay, but not during class. We can argue on the playground or after class, before class, whatever. I have, I have no problem with that. Just don't argue with me during class. We mm-hmm. got to get stuff done. So mm-hmm. I understand your your um, I understand your need right. to to get away from that. Right. Uh, but what I told myself in the end, um, and there was someone who confirmed this a, a couple of days later for me, was that there <laughs> there's always going to be another thing. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right, right, right. It's uh, it's not enough to have a, a sort of position or argument. So I said, if uh, given that's the case, I am not a reporter. 
I'm not a journalist. I don't need to be up on the by minute outrage machine. Yeah. yeah. I don't need to respond to it. I don't have a I don't have an amplified voice on any mm. social media platform. I don't have thousands of followers that you know would rely on my reasoned voice <laughs> to counter any of those things. So given that and given that I'm very unhappy getting sucked into this every day and not doing these other things that I would rather do, I should stop. Mm-hmm. So that's what I tried to do. And finally, it's, you know, it's, this being pretty much the last thing. I, I enjoy Reddit a lot, but I'm not, um, I'm not given to being on there all day long anymore. Just that's good. scrolling endless things. So I, uh, I find myself m- much calmer. <laughs> less angsty um yeah, just too. pretty much staying off twitter except in very small doses all right so that makes sense let's let's segue into another thing we are one day away from the jingle jam is that uh is there a hard and fast rule about december december all of december is for watching jingle jam <laughs> oh okay well On, i don't uh, know YouTube. what that means then. <laughs> probably and or twitch now but okay, uh, I don't, yeah i don't know what that is I thought you were saying uh, code for uh, your store playing Christmas tunes. Nope. Starting on December 1st. No, I don't like that. (laughs) Okay, so what is Jingle Jam? Uh, I follow a group of British YouTubers called the Yogscast. Okay, I've heard of the Yogscast. All right, they're my favorite... They're my favorite YouTubers, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've built a giant empire on YouTube, um, starting from just a couple of them, really. Um... They got famous for doing Minecraft Let's yeah. Plays, and the Let's Plays, you know, okay. you, you just watch somebody play a video That's game. That's where I've it. seen them. And then mm-hmm. hopefully they say funny, informative, or otherwise, you know, entertaining things. Mm-hmm. Which is why you're watching them. You're not just yeah. watching them to win. You're watching because uh, they're doing, you know, cool or funny things. Yeah. Generally, generally. Sometimes you watch to, to know how to win a game. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, I, I mean, I'm not among that crowd, but they're uh, yeah, they're 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 generally very funny people. They they enjoy each other's company. They um, they used to do uh, World of Warcraft stuff, so they were a, t- a team of World of Warcraft players who uh, started um, putting their their raids on YouTube, and they thought they uh, you know they sort of got a little bit of a following, and they said, hey, we can maybe parlay this into something. Mm. So they started doing yep. Minecraft, and that took off like a rocket. Yeah. And so they've become, oh, man, I don't know how many, a couple of dozen channels at least. Wow. Maybe more of of various, you know, members of the groups. And um, as they've grown, new people have come and joined, joined and generally british but there's a few americans in there too and uh i don't know they they've started doing uh i don't know how long ago it was 2011 or 12 i want to say mm-hmm. they uh they started doing this month-long charity drive for uh oxfam and various other organizations uh, usually uk based mm-hmm. And they would just do marathon streaming, um, and you know it's basically a month long telethon, yeah, for charity. Okay, they call it the Jingle Jam. Ah, so you just—I don't know—there's just always something happening. Um, 
overnight they do reruns or something and have you know less popular people uh, fill in for them. But uh, yeah, every day, <laughs> uh, the crack of eleven a.m. <laughs> I think, or maybe a little earlier. I think they started like eight or something. They'll start streaming and. You know, the more well-known people will filter in and they'll do, you know, the prime time slots of streaming. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically they get drunk every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, <that's laughs> Most days and or drink coffee to stay awake uh, <laughs> through these, you know, just playing games. And uh, uh-huh. the Humble Bundle partnered with them and does, I don't know, 70 or 100 donated games. And you, you donate 30 bucks or something, you get the bundle of games. And oh. your money goes to charity. Well, that's nice. Yeah, it's very cool. As long as the charity isn't the human fund. No, it's, as I say, it's Oxfam and very mm-hmm. uh, various other Legit. very reputable uh, yeah. organizations. No, yeah, well, good for them. They've been pretty, pretty uh, circumspect about who they work with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, bully for them. I enjoyed a lot. That's the best thing about the season. All right. Um, other than seeing family, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I'm hopeful I can do. Up the British. <laughs> yes, exactly. It'll offset this uh, oppressive uh, Christmas music <laughs> thing. <laughs> you don't know how uh, many versions of Last Christmas there are until you work retail. <laughs> there are a lot. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll you. take your word for it happily. <laughs> uh, um, but speaking of Christmas, yeah. the back in the... No, it couldn't have been Christmas I, because you and I picked it out. But it could have been Christmas money, I suppose. Oh. Um at at one point, you and I had some money to to split right. on some sort of toy situation, or mm-hmm. um, I don't remember. You, you know, what I'm talking about uh, going to the toy store mm-hmm. a, or the toy section of a store and deciding we would pool our money yeah. and buy jointly buy Rock'em Sock'em robots. <laughs> yes. And, and then, did we talk about this on the show before? No. I foolishly agreed in my head <laughs> that uh, you would always get as i say foolishly i agreed that that would all, that we would each have a side we wouldn't take turns uh switching sides or anything so um but my guy was defective i maintain that it was far easier to knock my block off yeah. um than it was to get yours in fact i think i could knock my own block off <laughs> just by starting to manipulate the 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 arms <laughs> yeah. so uh, it, you know, if anybody doesn't know what Rock'em Sock'em Robots is, you can see them on, on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. It's just a, uh, like a plastic boxing arena, and you have these sort of robot characters that are attached by, uh, a, a, I guess, a yoke, uh, basically, yeah. a, a couple of handles. Yeah. That, and you could push push your your guy around with these handles that were outside of the arena. Yeah. Um, and then you had two thumb controllers to, to push down, and it would be like one of those um, accordion punch, boxing glove type th- situations where right. it would punch out the forward each arm. And if you could connect your punch with the other robot's chin, then the the head would um, be on this sort of ratchet thing and, and go up a, a yeah. couple inches and it would go zzzz. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you'd it's knock, you'd on knock a, my block on off. basically a spring with a clip to hold it yeah, in place yeah. until you... So that you can... If you used enough force, you could... Overcome the clip. Yeah. Yeah. You can pop, pop it out. Pop the spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Rock'em Sock'em Robots were pretty cool. Uh, we enjoyed for a while until... For a, yeah, for a bit. 
Yeah. Until I don't know, I don't know uh, if I'd say they're cool. <laughs> well, for they were, for our they were rather disappointing in real life. <laughs> uh, as far yeah, the longevity was as, with many toys, yeah. not not quite there. Well, I apologize uh, for such big brother shenanigans <laughs> manipulating you to agree <laughs> to be the same. Well, Robot every time. Hey, I don't know if you knew the defective side uh, or not at the time, but yeah, anyway, yeah, it worked out that way. Uh, but recently, I've, I've <laughs> stumbled upon these uh, Hexbug boxing robots. That oh my goodness, they are so super cool. <laughs> uh, it's like the the super the the um, the modern permutation of Rock'em Sock'em robots. Only <laughs> they're on each one is on its own little uh, let's say a Segway. Uh-huh. You know, so they're self writing. Robots, so they're in the uh, in the arena, and you've got a, I guess, radio controller, um, and uh, this Hexbug is a company that um, it's almost like Tinker Toys, uh, robotic Tinker Toys. So you can build all kinds of things. You can get like a, I don't know, three hundred piece set, you know, almost like Lego, but um, but they're robot parts, bizarre, and including you know electronic connectors uh, and um, batteries and things that you can put together in all kinds of ways and have moving robots, controllable robots. So, yeah, these were pretty cool. But again, I, I think I've learned my lesson. <laughs> I don't think I'll get them, yeah. but they are a pretty cool thing to to know that they exist in the world. You don't have me around to play with, so. Well, yeah, yeah. So uh, that yeah. was uh, an interesting uh, sort of future blast from the past. Right. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'll have to look it up. Put a link, put a link in the show notes for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a video show, folks. Sorry. <laughs> well, maybe someday. Well, Perhaps. hey, uh, do you happen to have a, a music share today? I might. Um, there's a band I've liked and I heard at work um, called the Shacks. The Shacks. Yeah. I think is it, it uh, is it all like a, a, a tribute band to Shaquille O'Neal? No, they're like a male female duo that does. It's a combo of what is it? It's like a it's like a sort of groove slash shoegaze sort of thing. I don't know. It's a that's very interesting. I'll I'll put a clip there. The the um, female lead singer has this uh, really breathy quality uh, mm-hmm. to her voice that's uh, it's kind of mesmerizing mm-hmm. so uh, here's the th- here's the thing Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like a, it's kind of a '60s influenced 
bit that groovy part. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it, it has the, the modern the modern elements. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. It's a it's sort of soothing almost mm-hmm. uh, to listen to that that uh, I've been <laughs> I've been doing so much raucous things <laughs> lately. It's um, kind of balancing it out with this. <laughs> oh, that's you, trailer with this. Yeah. No, I this. thought you were saying with this. Da, 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 no, 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 da, no, no. With, with that man. And um, well, we you sort of discovered presidents of the United States of America after I pushed them so hard last week. Right? Yeah, you went back and yeah. listened to some stuff. I did. Uh huh. Um, I didn't really know um, a number of their things that weren't you uh-huh. know, like super mainstream. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I did. As you as you uh, predicted, I I did indeed know Lump and um, Peaches and to a much lesser extent Peaches. Yeah. I sort of remember hearing it. I don't, I didn't remember it very well. I just <laughs> know. Oh yeah. I can't, I, I'm sure. <laughs> heard a snip of that yeah. but uh but i liked it so much in its <laughs> silliness that i uh, i played it for my my young students nice. uh, i says hey kids it's uh it's weird music week <laughs> so <laughs> week. yeah uh, well i only see them once a week so all oh, right yeah any particular class okay so yeah so we, we did uh peaches i did i i put it on the screen um just one with the lyrics mm-hmm. on there and then i played the official video <laughs> With the, with for some reason there's ninjas that show yes. up at the end. Yes, and uh, so that was that was fun because they're silly. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Well, probably their parents would not allow them to listen to all the swearing and in <laughs> president songs because I mean it's it's peppered throughout. Mm-hmm. They're not you know they're not shy about throwing things out there, but yeah. But in general, it's just all good fun. Yeah, I I, I pre-screened uh, <laughs> yeah anything. Well, sure. the only one I did was Peaches. I, I yeah. didn't uh, I didn't talk about any other tunes, but yeah. Boy, are they good! <laughs> mm-hmm. And sadly, they've called it quits. But yeah, um, there there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that lives on. Same with Rush. You know, Rush called it quits, but how can you fault them? There's 20 albums of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is going to be a a tease for for a future show, but I was going to ask you about the, uh, the interesting, I don't know about rivalry or anyway, between the, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, like the yeah. Beatles, uh, hit a couple of tunes mm-hmm. that were, um, not quite parodies, but, but j- sort of jabs or, you know, good natured jabs at the Rolling Stones, mm-hmm. it seems to me, but perhaps they were indeed, uh, rivals uh, at the time. So yeah, more near the same time. I don't know what, what, I don't know what those would be though. Uh, I uh, again, future show. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but my actual music share is um, "Shegaji Saudaji" by Antonio Carlos Jobim. Uh, you can call him Tom. So I, some videos have come up uh, in our nightly music time, uh-huh. and that was one, not that one, but some videos by Tom Jobim. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, is that his son? Maybe you know, because he's doing the same music, right? right. He's doing uh, Jobim music, and I didn't know the age of the composer, yeah. and, and so uh, I was fooled into thinking that these sort of seemingly more modern videos were, I was, oh, maybe it's his son or something, but no, it's him. Um, he, he got started pretty young uh-huh. and uh, just blasted into the bossa nova scene. Um, this one, and Americans, um, let's see, Stan Getz brought it to prominence. He called it No More Blues. I think it was Stan Getz. Um, he definitely started the uh, super bossa nova craze in the 50s, 60s. Mm-hmm. I, I just love it. And also, especially the uh, Joao 
Gilberto version, uh-huh. um, who also Gilberto, yeah, hmm? Gilberto. Okay, uh, Portuguese. Ja, ja and ja. <laughs> João. I, There's know, a little M. My Portuguese on the, uh, is pretty bad. Yeah, that's much worse than my Spanish. João, uh, <laughs> as in, same as uh, São Paulo. Right. Uh, there's that uh, a with the with the tilde on it, mm-hmm. and then a tilde. o after it. <laughs> huh? Got to put that there tilde on it. Tilde. <laughs> hey, tilde, give me some coffee, will you? <laughs> uh, then there's a, almost an m at the end of those vowels. Got it. João, São Paulo. At any rate, um, his version. <laughs> When you were talking about your music share, it was almost the same thing. He's got this sort of meditative quality to his voice. He's Mm -hmm. just super calm. Yeah. And uh, a master at the guitar, certainly. Um, some of those chord structures in, in um, Brazilian music uh, yeah. are fascinating yeah, they, to me. And they hurt. just, I was going to say, they, <laughs> it seems like they'd be pretty complex to, to go. There's a lot of chromatic movement in there mm-hmm. within the chords themselves. Mm, so, yeah. But not just straight moving down the, or up the, the fingerboard. It's, it's really cool. But at the same time, his voice, the way he sings is different. Uh, he, he has his own meter. Mm-hmm. Like he's perfectly in meter, perfect timing on the guitar, and yet he can just meander about yeah. with his voice, you know, and uh, just cu- just come in and out of what one would consider the normal timing. Sure. And uh, it's fascinating to me. I have he, a couple of his albums. Um, the, the greatest lesson I ever saw, right, not that I was taught directly, but was Aldi Miola talking about um, foot tapping. Uh-huh. That you have to be able to keep your foot in time mm-hmm. and keep it rock steady. And that is your anchor for everything mm-hmm. else. If you keep your foot tapping and um, you can weave in and out uh, with the music on top of that. So you always know where you where you are by where the beat is. Mm. And then you and then whatever else you do doesn't matter because you always return to where your foot's going. Mm-hmm. Do you know it what I looks mean? like magic, but you're in to the outsider. Yes. Yeah. So he's obviously he's doing the same thing. Once you have a, it would be really hard to do two differing, you know, syncopations. I suppose if you're singing and playing, you know, trying to do different things. One has to be steady, I think, and one one can meander. Mm-hmm. But it's a yeah. No, I'm just I, that's a staple of of certainly guitar playing. Mm-hmm. That um, I am, <laughs> I am glad to know. <laughs> it helps yeah. a lot, and you know, trying to get better at singing and playing at the same time 
that was a good lesson to have under my belt. Mm-hmm. Independence amongst your, your different abilities there is uh, certainly fascinating and very difficult. But uh, once you've mastered those those things, like yeah. or like Neil Peart talks about, you know, in his warm-up, he's doing 4-4 mm-hmm. uh, against 3-4. Right. And, uh, and then improving on amongst that or, or within that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all it's all great stuff and, and marks of master musicians, certainly. Yes. And practice. I was talking about this to somebody at work. They were they were saying, you know, I don't you know, do you have a degree? Yes, I have a degree in drawing and painting. I was like, Wow, I could never I could <laughs> never do what you do and you know, I can't I'm not I'm not a good drawer. I was like <laughs> I just had to point out, look, I have taught, you know, people the basics of drawing. It is literally all practice after mm. that first level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talent will get you in the door. Talent will keep you motivated for a while, but everyone can learn how to have a facility in drawing. Yeah, sure. Everybody. Sure. Um, and if you have the will to practice and the tenacity to stick with the practice, the discipline, you know, to stick with it, you will be good. Mm-hmm. You may not be a master. Occasionally there will be a genius like Da Vinci, but he had to practice too. He had to learn how to do, you know, all the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't start out at drawing in you know his inventions and visualizing his inventions, and he didn't start out with you know likenesses, right? Like Self-portraits and chiaroscuro shading Lisa and so forth, and all that stuff. Yeah, but he didn't start out that way. Mm-hmm. He had to figure it out. He had to grow. He had to learn. Yep. Same with music. You you know there are talented people who just pick it up really fast, but if they don't practice, that goes away. And anybody mm. who has the tenacity to, you know, practice daily for several months will outpace the natural talent people. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, playing play an instrument, um, especially, let's say, a wind instrument or something where you have to have a a very particular set of muscle muscles mm. that aren't used in a normal way by a human <laughs> otherwise. Yeah. You know, uh, it's years of muscle development you yeah. know, technique development to get a particular um, characteristic sound yeah, yeah. On, on an instrument. <laughs> now, I mean, we were talking about metal guitarists. Mm-hmm. Like those, those, those dudes who do the super fast scales and crazy <laughs> movements all over the place, mm-hmm. the, the reason they're able to do that is because that's all they did <laughs> from the time they were like 12 yeah. till 18. <laughs> they spent, you know, seven years locked in their bedrooms practicing guitar. <laughs> that's 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 it. That's what yep. they did. Yep. So yeah, you could do if you wanted to practice that much. Mhm. And Malpstein says the same thing. You know, he just that's all he did when he was when he was younger. When he was a yeah. young teen. <laughs> Pretty obvious. Mhm. And on that note, yeah. Here's <laughs> some more notes. Hey. Hey, cheese rama <laughs> If you would like to send us an email about our endless rambling <laughs> the subjects of which we are enamored. You can send it to bros at it's just called two brothers.com. You can still tweet at us at IJC2B. We will we'll see it. Occasionally we'll dip in and <laughs> post a thing about a new show, I suppose. Uh-huh. And since I'm James, you blog every day at MarcusHarwell.com. That is true. I don't know. Yesterday's, I think, was a little <laughs> cuckoo. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know what I was saying. Were you, were you just phoning that one in? I oh, was no, very it was tired the and sick. So yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the ramblings right of a mind. sick mind. Sick, I say. <laughs>